Welcome everyone to the Ohave Torah, Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Lamed Zayin. However, we will be beginning from Daf Lamed Vav Amubet on the bottom line, Tanu Rabbanan. Says the Gemara, Tanu Rabbanan. En ofin pat aba b'Pesach. A person is not allowed to bake a thick loaf of bread on Pesach. Which means the matzah is not allowed to be thick, it has to be thin. Divre Bet Shemai, these are the words of Bet Shemai. Ubetilel Matin Betilel allows it. Vikama Pat Ava. How thick is called thick that you'll get into the machloka between Bet Shemai and Betilel? That Betilel will allow it and Bet Shemai won't. How thick will that be? Amavhuna Tefach. Up to a Tefach. So if it's up to a Tefach thick, Betilel will allow it, he'll call it thick. So do we find that it's a tefach? If Yosef asks the question, of course, is the bread that went on the Shulchan in the Beit HaMikdash. And we know that the trays over there were a tefach thick. And therefore we can figure that the bread has got to be a tefach thick. And therefore we know that 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 can't be chametz because it's not allowed to get chametz. So it must be that thick bread doesn't get chametz. Up to a tefach. Betila can't argue with that. Mat kifla, Rav Yosef. So Rav Yosef asked the question, Im amru if the rabbis allowed a tefach thick, they allowed it by being, thing, when, when it's being made by a zariz in the Beit HaMikdash, which is a kohen. Yomru, will they say that a tefach is allowed with people who aren't so zariz, people who aren't so careful? Which means that matzah uh, for your house is made in places where not everyone is as careful as the Beit HaMikdash. So just because we allowed in the Beit HaMikdash a tefach thick, who says we'll allow this matzah? If we'll say it with bread that was worked very, very well, it used to be that the lechem hapanim had to be worked, oh, yet you had to knead it 300 times and 500 times, all different amounts of kneading and working the dough, which of course inhibits chametzizing. Uh, Will you say the same thing for a regular Pesach matzah, which is not as well worked? If we said the same thing, that's Lechemanim, where they only use very, very dry wood. They used to stop collecting wood on Tuba Av because they wanted to make sure that the sun is drying out the wood completely. Will they say the same thing with Pesach matzah? You could use any type of wood you want. Lechem was baked in a very, very hot oven. The oven was always hot and stayed hot. Well, they say the same thing in an oven that's cold. Of course, the oven's not cold. They're not baking in a cold oven, but it means it's cold relative. If they said the same thing in Lechem which were baked in a metal oven, Will they say the same thing in Pesach Matzah, which could be made in a Cheres oven? 
אמר רבי ימיה בר אבא, שאלת את רבי ביחיד. He says, I asked my Rebbe privately what the answer to this question of how thick it could be. Umanu, who was it? The Gemara asked, who was the Rebbe who he asked privately? Rav. It was Rav. Ikedan. Others say, Rabbi Yerbe Amar Rav said, Sha'altat Rabbi Biachid. According to this, Rabbi Yerbe Abba told, asked his, said in the name of Rav, that Rav asked his Rebbe. And of course, Rav's Rebbe, we all know, is Rebbe. Rabbi Yudanasi. Umanu Rabbi Rakadosh. My Patava, I asked that question. What is Patava? What is this thick bread? Says the Gemara. Welcome, Harry. My Patava. Pat Mirube. So according to him, this business of Pat Ava, Atefach, is not what we're talking about. It sounds like they won't allow Pat Atefach. My Pat Ava, Pat Mirube. It means having a lot of bread. So, meaning if you have, thank you, more bread than you need for Yom Tov, that's not allowed. But my Karolu Pat Ava, so why do we call it Pat Ava, a thick loaf? Because there's a lot of it during the kneading. Either they call it thick because it's thick, because the dough is thick while you need it. Because if you do a lot of dough, it's thick while you need it. Or because that just happens to be the, the, the linguistic term in this time and place for a lot of dough. Now, what's wrong? According to this, if it's just a lot of dough, why should it be asur? If you tell me it's pat ava, thick bread, I understand why bet shamai is going to be strict on it. When it comes to pat mirubeh, a lot of bread, why is bet shamai strict on it? Hold on. So what is the reason why the rabbis bet shamai wouldn't allow? If the reason is maybe because you're hassling too much, you're making too many Doughs, and you couldn't possibly use that many dough. Maybe that's the reason why. So the Gemara says, "Welcome, Eli." Says the Gemara, "My irya bePesach. Why? Why would they only say this on Pesach? I feel of Yom Tov Nami, even on a regular Yom Tov. Why would they say you can't make matzah? Uh, you can't make matzah too many matzah doughs, more than you need for the holiday. And the problem is that since it's a holiday, and your um, since it's a holiday, and on the holiday you're working too hard on the holiday, so the rabbis don't want you to make, in other words, you're allowed to make bread that you need for the holiday, but to make bread that you don't need for the holiday, that's too thick. The rabbis won't, won't let you make that. Mara says, if so, the same thing, why would they talk about matzah, talk about pita, and talk about sukkot? Right. Same thing. Mara says, in, yes, hachinami, that's so, that's actually true, we wouldn't be talking about them sukkot too. The rabbi who said this writer, Bet Shemayim who quoted the Machlok of Bet Shemayim he said the Halakha before Pesach, so he spoke about Matzah. But really, yeah, it's the same law if it would have been Sukkot as well. Tanya Nami Hachi, we have a bright like this as well. Bet Shemayim Omrim, Enofim Patava, Yom Tov, you can't bake thick bread on Yom Tov, Bet Matim, Bet allows it. And since over here in the Brayta, it doesn't mention the fact that it's Matzah, so you see that the Machlok of Bet Shemayim has nothing to do with the thickness of the, uh, what I'm saying has nothing to do with Pesach, Pesach or Matzah, rather it has to do with 
laws of Yom Tov that a person on Yom Tov is not allowed to bake extra bread that he doesn't eat on Yom Tov. Okay. Too much hassle. Okay. Tanur Rabbanan. Oh, we've been recording, yeah. We go, we, we, we're recording the whole time. Tanur Rabbanan. Yosin bepatnikiyah. A person can be Yosin with patnikiyah, white bread. Ubehadara and with coarse bread. Ubesidikin hamatsuyarin. And with decorated sidikin. Now, decorated sidikin is they you have matzah that they put different uh, shapes into. Animal okay? shapes. Yeah. On Pesach. Even though we said you shouldn't do sidikin Pesach. Did we say that before? Yes. No, we, we, we didn't actually say that. In other words, the rabbis don't want you to do it, but they'd ra- But you, if you did it, you would say. Meaning, we'd rather you don't make Siddiquim, but it's okay if you did it. Amar Bihuda, Bihuda says, Devar ze sha'al baitus benzunin lehamim. Baitus benzunin asked the rabbis about this. They said, how come you can't make Siddiquim? I'm tuning in with Pesach. How come you can't make these decorated Siddiquim? Because the woman takes a lot of time while she's decorating it, and therefore she's going to cause it to get chametzized. So he told, so he told him, There's a simple way to do it where you just have a, a, a stamp or a, a, you know, a form, and you put the form over the dough, and it makes the dough into that shape, and then, then it won't take long. And you could do it in one second. Amrullah, they told him, Are we gonna, you, want, you want us to say that all the other Sidukina are sued and Baitis is okay? No, we can't make exceptions and therefore you can't do it either. What does it mean in Baitis and regular? Baitis has a tfus. Baitis has a, a, a stamp, a mold. A mold. That he's going to click on and do it in one second as opposed to the ladies who will take so much time to make, make the shape of a, of a cat or whatever it is. Amar Rabbi Elazar ben Sadok. Pamachat nechnasti etzel Abba lebet Reban Gamliel. One time, I went with my father of Sadok to the house of Reban Gamliel. They revealed the fanav sirikin amtsulim pesach. They brought him sirikin on pesach. Amar I told my father, Abba, lokach amru hachamim enosin sirikin amtsulim pesach. Don't they say they're not allowed to make sirikin on pesach? Amar Li, my father told me, Bini. The rabbis only said that you're not allowed to make baker's bread. Bakers can't make sirikim because it takes too much time. But regular people, they'll do it quickly and they'll be careful. And therefore it's okay. That's one way to understand this brighter. Ikeda Amri, others understand the brighter the opposite way, completely opposite. Ikeda Amri, hachi kamale. Others say that Rabbi Sadok heard to, told the son of the opposite. He said, When they said it's Asur, it's not baker's bread, they're talking about regular people, but the bakers are quick. Either the bakers are slower or the bakers are quicker. Comes out that you don't know which one it is. Okay? So Rabbi says that you can't make Siddiquin if they're very, 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 you could make Siddiquin if they're very, very thin. Because the very, very thin ones, the thinner it is, the less likely it is to become 
However, you can't make sedikin if they're gluskaot. If they're thick and roll-like, then you're not allowed to make it because they go fast. What's sedikin? Sedikin, we said, was, oh, the, the, was the, the shapes. Shape. Okay? So this is wafer, it says, this is the difference is wafer shape. No, no. Wait, not wafer shape. Wafer-like. Wafer-like wafer-like means that it's thin. So if it's thin like a wafer, like a cracker, like, I guess like our matzah, yeah. then you're allowed to make sedikin yeah. because it's easier, it's less... But if it's thicker, like the, the thick matzah, the thick shmur that you could buy, then you wouldn't be allowed to make sedikin. Because since it's got more time, it's going to cause more troubles. Um, I've never really seen thick matzah. Okay, so they do sell thick matzah. There yeah. is matzah available. Rabbi Maxi makes thick matzah. Rabbi Maxi, from what's it called? I know that Rabbi, Rabbi Yosef Rafool doesn't, one of the reasons why he doesn't allow. Thin matzahs, because he claims thick matzah, because he's claiming that in Halab, where he comes from, and where a lot of people people come from, they didn't have thick matzah; they only had thin matzah. Egypt, we know they had thick matzah. Uh, Iraq, they had thick matzah, thicker matzah. In in uh, in Halab, they didn't have it, and he claims the reason why they didn't have it is because the chachamim over there were makpid, like we just said over here, that since it gets thicker faster. Mm-hmm. The thicker gets chametz faster, so therefore uh, we, we should. It's more problematic. Why, why, we, why don't we always stick to the one that's that's, that's less problematic? Right. Even though it doesn't say it's asur, but the, he's assuming if 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 it's true, and this is true, if you talk to people who grew up in Holland, they didn't have this thick matzah. He's assuming that the reason why they didn't have it is because of this reason. Others say no, they didn't have refrigeration. The, the Rabbi Max would tell you they didn't have refrigeration in in in. Uh, in a halab, but that's why they didn't have it. But if they had refrigeration, they would do it. And not because of the Sidikin reason. But that's why he doesn't do it. Tanur Rabbanan. Good. Tanur Rabbanan, we learned in a Baraita. Now, we're going to explain this new topic. Now, here we have a Mishnah in... This Mishnah is a Mishnah in Mesechet Chala, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. It's a famous Mishnah. Hasuf Kanin Vaduf Shanin Vechalat HaMesoret <coughs> the following things are patur from chala. So chala, of course, is taking off a piece of bread to give to the kohen. Nowadays it gets burnt. In the old days it was given to the kohen and he had to eat with tahara. So sufkanim are sponge breads. Okay? Nowadays we call donuts sufkanim. Here they're called sponge bread. Either way they're light and fluffy. Dufshanin is honey bread. Iskaratin is wafers. And chalata masodat is pan loaves. Duma is a, a dough that got mixed with truma. Peturin min all these are on separate chala. My chalata masorat, what is a pan loaf? Amar Rabbi Yeshua, batin. This is scalded bread of bale batin. Now in scalded bread, we said, it, it, it's bread that you use with water, with hot boiling water. We'll see soon. Now, this is a machlok at Rish Lakish. Remember these rabbis' names because they're going to come up later again. Okay? He says, Why are they patur? Why are these ones patur? He says, The reason why they're patur is because they make these things in frying pans as opposed to ovens. In a frying pan, you have oil and you have a heat source underneath it. And therefore, since that's not a regular way to make bread, Rish Lakish says that's why you're patur. For all these sufkanin and dufshanin and chalat masoret, all these things are patur. And Rabbi Yochanan says, 
Well, besides, of course, besides the meduma, with, with the, when you mix with with tinuma, we're not talking about that one. The first four, sufkinin, dufshinin, chalat, masorot, and 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 iskertin. Okay. So these four, the reason why, according to Rish Lakish, these are frying pan items. Rabbi Yochanan says, Masse ilfas chayvin. He says, no. Frying pans are chayav and chala. When you fry things, they're chayav and chala. Fa'alahu shasam b'hamah. These sufkanin, dufshinin, dufshinin, according to Rabbi Yochanan, are baked in the sun. And that's why they're patun. Okay? So Rabbi Yochanan will say that frying pan stuff is chayav and chala. Remember that. We're going to go... For a while, off we'll answer a question on Rish Lakish. Remember what Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish say. It says the Gemara Meitivi. Well, yes, a contradiction. It says Hasukurin Vadufshinim Vaiskertin Asan BeIlfas Chayavin BeHama Peturin. If you're making Ilfas de Chayav and you're making a Chama de Patur, that sounds exactly like. That sounds like Rish Lakish. No, it sounds exactly like Rabbi Yochanan, who said that Rabbi Yochanan said Ilfus is Chayav and Hamas is not. And here we also said Ilfus is Chayav and Hamas is not. That's a knockout on Rish Lakish. Tiyu to the Rish Lakish. Says the Gemara, Amar Ula, Ula says, No, no, no. Amalach Rish Lakish, if it's very nice you're picking on Rish Lakish when he's not around. Had Rish Lakish been around, he would tell you the following thing that I'm telling you right now. Hacha here, but Mayaskina, what are we dealing with? Shir Tiachulub Sofid Bik. The reason why your patur over here, if you made them, no, oh, I'm sorry. The reason why over here you chayav really, Rish Lakish is right that when you make it in the frying pan, your patur, but this frying pan is different. You heated, you preheated the frying pan. And since you preheated the frying pan, that's like an oven, and therefore you're chayav. Okay, so Rish Lakish, we're, we're we're retooling Rish Lakish that he's only talking about putting it in a frying pan and cool, not when it's hot. Aval Samara says, "Oh yeah, aval hadbikul mai." What would be halacha if I first put it onto the pan and then I heat it up? Then what would be law? Hachinam, do you want to claim that it would be patur in that case? The fact that the safe of this writer said that if you made it in the sun, it's patur. Why would we do that? We always have a rule, we should always contrast it with a, with a closer case. Remember, we could have just said, in other words, if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about, uh, if you're claiming that the case where it's patur, is when you uh, put it on and then you heat it, right? Sorry. You want to say the case that you that you chayav is when you heated it first and you stuck it. So we should contrast with the case of patur. Don't talk about patur about a sun case. Talk about patur about a case of when you, which is more similar when you stuck it and then heated it, right? You could always you always want to contrast. Let me just give an example. One more example of this contrasting rule. Liflog Vlisibidida always means the following. Meaning, if I'm talking about uh, product A, right, and I, I always want to show you this case is mutar and show you a contrasting case that's asur, right? So we always want the contrasting case to be s- most similar to the A case so you show the contrast better. Okay. Don't make extra differences, right? And therefore, if, the, if you're claiming that the case that was mentioned over here is a case that you preheated it, 
right? Rish Lakish saying that the preed case, and had it been a non preed case, then it would have been not chayav and chala. Why would you switch to a case of non chayav and chala to a case of baked in the sun when you could have picked a non preed case and it would have been much closer? The fact that you didn't shows that, not, that, that whether you preed it or not makes no difference. Ah, let's see inside. The meds, I mean, we can go on to the Tiachlus of Adik. That's what they should have said. Morris says, You're right. You're right, there's a piece missing from the Brighton. And this is what it should have said. Okay. When were these words said? When you heated it up and then you, then, you, then you put it on. But if you first attached it and then you heated it up, non preheated. We're still on the bottom of Lama Zayin. It's like you made in the Chama. It's like you made in the Chama. We didn't say, we didn't talk about the Chama. We said it's like you made in the Chama, and that's why it's Patur. Tashma, another question of Rish Lakish. Again, Rish Lakish is the rabbi who says that when you put it in a frying pan, you're Patur. Rabbi Yochan says, Yechayav in the frying pan and, and Mutar in the, only in the sun. Okay? Good. Tashma, another proof of Rish Lakish. It says, Yotzin b'matzah hina. You could be Yotzeh with matzah, that's hina. Now, what's hina? Half baked. Half baked. Well, not fully baked, yes. Or matzah that was made in a frying pan. Now, you see that matzah in the frying pan, you could be Yotzeh with matzah. Now, if we're assuming that there's a, there's a connection between being Yotzeh with the matzah and, the and being Chayav and Chalach. So if you're right. Yotzeh, I'm sure you have to be... Right. And therefore, we're saying that if you're Yotzeh with it, it must be Chayav and Chalach. It can't be that someone can be matzah and don't do Chalach. And therefore, we're making a connect question on Rish Lakish. Because you see that in the frying pan, you can be Chayav, you, you can be Yotzeh, so it must be Chayav and Chalach. How could he say it's not Chayav and Chalach, Rish Lakish? So it's the Gemara. Hachanami, Shirtiya Chutzofibik. He'll get right out of that problem, no problem. You know why it's okay over here? Because it's preheated. When it's preheated, it's different. So now, once we're on the subject, what's matzahina? My matzahina. I mean, most people besides for Eli don't know what matzahina is, but Eli seems to know. Says he went up. Amar b'huda mashmol. Kol shepirusa. Any time that you rip it apart, ve'en chutin m'shechin hemena, and you do not get strands of dough pulling from it. When you take dough and you pull the dough apart, you will always see little pulls through it. Now, once it's baked, at least a minimal amount, you could pull it apart and you won't see any strands coming through. And that's okay. As a matter of fact, when they do, um, when they make the thicker matzahs, that is their litmus test. They will... They, they, they want to bake it to a point to make sure that the, there's no strings pulling when they do it, because then it's not even hina. Okay? So two breads of a todah offering. Now, the rule with a te, uh, uh, when you bring a korban todah, you have to bring four different types of bread, ten, ten different loaves of each bread. What's, how, how baked does it have to be in order to be brought? Has to be baked it up like this, that you have to be able to pull it without so and you bring 40 breads? 40 breads, yes. 40 breads for every korban Torah. So you have it's obvious. Of course, it says lechem, so of course it's got to be the same uh, characteristics. So, no, we need rava. 
I would have thunk without Rava. Since it says, and you offer from it, one of each type of bread you bring as a korban, has to be that you don't take a broken one. You might think that it's like it's broken, and therefore it needs to be fully, fully baked. Otherwise, like it's broken. Kamash that it's not like it's broken, which means that this thing that we said, that it doesn't, that you pull it apart and it doesn't, doesn't pull with you, right? When you, when you break the bread, you don't see the, the, the strings. That's not a sign of fully, fully break bread. It's a sign of half-baked bread. So you might have thunk that with, since the Pasuk says echad, that it can't be like, it has to be one whole one. And if you take one that's not fully bread, it's not called, that's not fully baked fully, it's not called whole. Kamash one that is called whole, that's fine. Okay. Metivi, they asked a contradiction. Now they're asking a question on Rabbi Yochanan. Remember, Rabbi Yochanan was the rabbi who said that, that it's chayav in the, in, the, in the frying pan and patur in the sun. So according to Rish Lakish, it's patur in the sun too? Yeah, for sure. Oh, so, oh yeah, because the sun is less... Yes. TV, there's a contradiction. It says, Hameisa, we'll see what this is in a second. Bet Shemai says, Patur from Chala. Bet Shemai says, Chayav. Ahalita, Bet Shemai says, Chayav, or Bet Shemai says, Patur. Okay? So when it comes to Chalita, it's flipped. Okay? Ezu Hameisa ve'ezu Hachalita. What's Hameisa, what's Hachalita? Hameisa is, Kemach Shalgen Muglashin. Meisa is bread, is dough, I'm sorry, flour that you put on top of boiling water, and chalita is boiling water that you put on top of, of flour. Okay? Now, that's all Tanakama. Rabishral Berbiosi Omer, Mishum Aviv, Zev Leftor. He says, no, both them are patur. Both Meisa and chalita are patur, whereas before it was Machlok and Bechamai, one yes, one no. Right? Here, they're both patur. The Amrila, others say, Zev they're both chayav. Last opinion. If you made it in an ilfas, in a frying pan, it's patur, and you make it tanur yechayav. Now, the fact you said ilfas patur is going to end up being a question on. It's going to be a question on Rav Yochanan. Correct, because he said, Ilfus is chayav. Good. It's a different case. There's the water in it. Well, okay, let's see, let's see. Okay. Now, before we get there, let's have a side question. Asking Rav Tanakama. Why is it different if you put the Me'isa or Chalita? Amar Bihud Amar Shmuel. Echen Amar Yochanan. Item Rav Shur Ben Levi. Ki machloke pezu, kach machloke pezu. No. Really, they're both the same. Which means the 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 opinion of hechlita and really hamisa and hechlita are both the same, and it's two different rabbis, right? In other words, the brayse about the meisa was written by one tana, and he says the machloket between bet shemai and bet is on the meisa, and the bright and the chlita was written by a different rabbi, and he claims machloket bet shemai and bet is not the same thing, but really. Both rabbis agree that the same law applies to both things. 
it's just a machlok. It just it's just two different brightot. But it's a machlok about what Bet Shemayim Bet Hillel says. But the Meitzah Mechita is the same. Okay. It's both flour. They both the, the law about flour with hot water is the same. Where the hot well, water is first, it's just it's, it's a machloka between two different things. Let's say Rabbi Yosef and Yehuda. Which one? What is Betcharai? Is Betcharai the strict one or the Olin one? Right. But in both cases, whether whether the flower is first or after it makes no difference. Okay. And therefore, Tavra break the Mishnah. Mishanazu loshanazu. Whoever said the first part didn't say the second part. Beautiful. Ketani miat we ask now we're back question on my Rebbechon hahamim omnim echazev echazashav if it's patur if you made it in a frying pan you patur b'tanur chayav tiyufter Rebbechon that's a question on Rebbechon who said frying pan is chayav he is see frying pan is is asur amalach Rebbechon is patur I'm sorry amalach Rebbechon I'm going to say tanaihi it's a machloket tanaim yes you're right you have a brighter against me. That seems to say that a frying pan is hayav, but relax. It's a machloket tanaim, and I'm like a different tana. No, the bright that just said that the, that the tanur is chayav and the oh, ilfus is patur. Yeah, so you, and the, we don't care about the tanur. Everyone agrees tanur is chayav. Yeah. The point is that the ilfus is patur. Yeah. And the Rokhna was, was on record as saying ilfas that ilfus is chayav. Yes. Okay. You got a, you have a bright that's saying that it's, bright that's saying that it's chayav. It's okay, but I got one that says patur. I'm sorry, I have one that's saying it's it's chayav. It's chayav. Why? Tanahi. The Tanya, we learned in the Brayta, Yachol yeh me'isa v'chalita chayavim v'chala. You might have thunk that me'isa v'chalita chayavim v'chala. Tamud omar lechem. Pasuk says you have to have lechem. Okay? Rabbi Yudah omer, and lechem ela afui betunur. Rabbi Yudah says, lechem is only if it's in the oven. Isn't it the same as the Tanakama? The difference is Maisa Ilfas. Tanakama Sav Maisa Ilfas Chayvin. Tanakama holds that Ilfas is Chayav. Behuda Sav Maisa Ilfas Patur. But either way, you see that Tanakama holds that Ilfas is Chayav, which is like a Biochanan. Beautiful. Says, my Lord. That's not how to learn the Brighta. To cool the Alma Maisa Ilfas Patur. Everyone holds Ilfas Patur. Here, where is where you redid it in an oven after you fried it. Tanakam, everyone agrees if you only did it in the frying pan, it's asur. But if you if you did it in the frying pan, then you baked it. Tanakam, it has to be baked from the, from the beginning, otherwise it's not. But it comes out. Same thing as Elisha, he said the preheated of. Uh, no, no, here we're talking about not preheated. We're talking about whether what this, we're talking about starting in a frying pan, ending in an oven. Half baked in the frying pan, the rest baked in the oven. So, why is that a question? For sure, so, uh, you have to do it. What? It's for sure, Chayav. Why? Because it ended up in the oven. But maybe, maybe, that according to Behuda, Behuda is saying that since it started in the frying pan, he messed it up. It's not Chayav Chala. Okay. Behuda is saying that? Yes, that's what Behuda just said. It says in the curses that ten women will have to bake their bread in one oven, which means that there's very little money, very little uh, bread around, and there'll be 
you can just fire up one oven for all the bread of ten women. Right? And we learn from there about the oven, if you make it in one oven, it's called bread. It's not made in one in one tanur, meaning it's made in a frying pan in a tanur, and it's not called lechem. Okay, good. Yativ Rava Rebsef Ahareid Rebzera. So Rabbi and Rebzera are sitting behind Rebzera. Yativ Rebzera came to Ula. Rebzera sitting in front of Ula. Amalei Rabbi Rebzera. So Rabbi Rebzera. By my name Ula, ask Ula the following question. He didn't want to ask him himself, so he said, "You ask him." It says, "What's the halacha?" Hidbik b'mifinim v'etir b'chutz mahu. What if I attached the bread to the inside of the frying pan and I heated it up from the outside? I put it on the fire. Which means that instead of, uh, usually, you have, uh, like in the lava place, they have a heat source in the oven. The, the, the coals are in the oven or the flame is in the oven. And they attack the lava to the inside of the oven, which is facing the flame source. Here we have a question. Let's say you put the lava on the oven and you put the heat source outside the oven. What's the law? Is the oven or the frying pan? Uh, the, plan, the pan. The frying pan here. So it's a, it's a similar idea. You have a, a frying pan and you have, you have the heat source underneath it. So the, so the heat is not the, is go only getting to the bread through the pan. Is it, so this is what I, was, I wanted to ask. Is the reason why frying pan is not needed to separate halal is because... When it's when it or, comes out, or, it's or, not or, bread-like. I don't know. Because so, if that's the re- this is like baking. It's not really because when you fry something, it comes like it's not a it's not really bread. I'm uh, thinking about a donut. It's not it's not yeah. bread. Is that why a frying pan? You're getting more complicated. Let's 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 could be it could that that'll depend on different uh, different. What's opinions. the reason why why? Why are they saying that you don't need a separate halal if it goes in a frying pan? Oh, it's not regular. We're saying that it's not re- right. As for now, we're saying it's not regular bread, but that's going to be a sub- what you're saying is a, sub- a bunch of machlokets. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay. Amali, hainu ma'ase ilfas. What he said? So, oh, so, so let's see. Amale, So he told him back. My aminale. What? What do you want me to ask him? Di amina. If I ask him, Amale, he'll say hainu ma'ase ilfas. That's called ma'ase ilfas. That's the machloket. What are you getting involved? Right, what, what, what's the, what you're asking is my silphus. If he puts heating Meaning, from the frying pan? Yeah, that's the machloket. Heating from the frying pan, that's the machloket between the rabbis. What do you, are you want me to ask Ula? I'm not asking Ula this question. It's a, it's a famous machloket. I'm not asking this question. I'm going to ask Ula, so we also told Ula, Zera, by me and Ula, ask Ula the following. Hidbik v'fenim, v'avuka k'negdo mahu. You're right. If we ask on the outside, if the fire is on the outside, which means that they have a frying pan like us with the fire under it, yeah, that is the machloket between the two rabbis. But what happens if I have the flame inside? I flip the frying pan, I flip the frying pan over, so now it, the dough is stuck on the in, on the pan, and the f- fire is directly going on the dough. Okay. Then what happens? Amalei or Zera told me, I don't want to ask that question either. My Emma, what should I ask him? Di Amina le Rob Anasim of Shimke. He'll say, most people do that, which means that a lot of poor Rob Anasim of Shimke, poor people who don't want to waste time heating up their pen, will stick it on the pen because fuel costs money. They'll stick it on the pan and they'll flip it over. And therefore, of course, that's a regular pen case and it's back to the Machloket. And therefore, Ula never got asked anything. Okay? Because that question wasn't a good question. Amar Asi. Asi says the following. 
Uh, I think we'll stop over here. I'm going see towards the bottom of the page. Okay. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen v'amen.